This session will cover allergic fungal sinusitis. This is an immunologic reaction to fungal aeroallergens that cause chronic refractory sinus disease. And here, when we refer to aeroallergens, we're talking about aspergillus, bipolaris, curvularia, alternaria, and fusarium. So our discussion is going to be divided into six general topics. We're going to be talking about the symptoms, the patient exam, differential, diagnosis, treatment, and potential complications. So what are the symptoms? As far as symptoms are concerned, you're going to be seeing sinus congestion and obstruction that are refractory to antibodies, thick mucosoid secretions that have a peanut butter-like appearance. You could also encounter nasal polyposis, proptosis, and asthma. What is the patient exam going to look like? The patient here is going to present with thickening of the sinus mucosa, allergic mucin or onrhinoscopy, and nasal plops. After the exam, you're going to have to differentiate um, other conditions. So what are the things that you need to watch out for in distinguishing away uh, during the diagnostic process? Um, four things that you're going to be looking out for. First, you're going to be looking out for chronic rhinosinitis, sinusitis. And this can be bacterial or allergic and non-fungal. You're going to be looking for nasal polyposis without allergic fungal sinusitis. You're also going to be watching out for invasive fungal disease, which is seen in immunocompromised patients. Um, an example would be a patient with HIV or DM. And finally, you're going to want to rule out a fungus ball, or the technical term is going to be mycytoma. So those are the four things that you need to watch out for. You need to watch out for the fungus ball, the invasive fungal disease, the presence of nasal polyposis without allergic fungal sinusitis, and then finally, chronic rhinosinusitis. So let's move on to the actual diagnosis. Um, the diagnostic criteria are as follows. First, you're going to be looking for chronic sinusitis for more than six months. Second, you're going to be looking at allergic mucin, which contains many eosinophils and fungal hyphae. Third, on the sinus CT scan, you're going to be looking at opacification of the sinus, which is often unilateral, with hyperattenuated expansile material. And finally, you're going to be looking for the absence of invasive fungal disease. Luckily, there are other supportive findings. You could have peripheral blood eosinophilia and immediate skin tests that are positive for fungus. And those are the two things that are going to help you narrow down if the patient actually does have the condition after searching for the first word that I specified. So what are the potential treatments for the condition? Um, here you could consider surgical removal of allergic mucin. You could prescribe prednisone. Here we're talking about 0.5 to 1 milligrams per kilogram for weeks with a slow tapering. And finally, you could order intranasal corticosteroids or resort to nasal irrigation. So now that we talked about the treatment for the condition, we have to talk about the complications. And this is the final thing that we're going to cover here. Um, complications or potential complications include bony erosions from expansion of allergic mucin, surgical complications if you do elect to have surgical removal of allergic mucin. And a practitioner should also know that there's a high recurrence rate despite therapy. So another complication itself could be, you know, the recurrence of the disease. And that covers this session on 
allergic fungal sinusitis.